Welcome to the Talent Scout podcast. I'm your host, Hilary Kelleher, and I work with a company called Scout Talent. We provide affordable professional recruitment services and software to in-house HR and recruitment teams. As always, I'll kick off this episode of the podcast with our interesting statistic for the episode. Then we'll dive into a recruitment challenge that we all face, and hopefully I can offer some solutions. To finish off the podcast, I'll take us through the most interesting news in the world of recruitment. Let's get started with our interesting statistic for the episode. According to a recent study done by Coupon Follow of over 1,000 remote workers, 16% of those surveyed admitted to wearing pajamas while working from home. This statistic really goes to show the extent to which things in business have changed since the pandemic. Not only have we had to adjust the way we travel, how we socialize and how and where we work, the way that we dress has undergone a massive change. In the past, formal business attire was the most common dress code being enforced by management. However, even before the pandemic, the tide was turning with regards to how we were expected to dress at work. The idea of a casual dress code was first adopted in Silicon Valley in the 1980s. Function and practicality were the original driver behind the change to a more casual dress code. But as time went on, workers came to expect to be able to adopt a more comfortable business casual style. These days, a full business professional dress code is rare, with only one in 10 people wearing a suit to work, according to the independent newspaper in the UK. As recruiters, the dress code is something that a candidate may inquire about during the interview process. And why wouldn't they be curious? The way that you're expected to dress will affect how you feel and the amount of effort you're expected to put in on a daily basis. I'm sure that your answer to any queries around dress code will have more influence on a candidate's likelihood to accept a role than you'd expect. With this in mind, recruiters and HR professionals may be starting to wonder, is a dress code still relevant? Does our existing office-centric dress code need to be scrapped for a more work-from-home friendly policy? Or does a more professional dress code motivate employees to put their best foot forward? With these questions in mind, let's get stuck into our main topic for the episode. Is a dress code still relevant in a remote-first world? It may not be what remote workers want to hear, but research shows that putting in effort to look professional when working from home does seem to increase productivity. But at least how productive you feel. According to a study done by Coupon Flow, approximately 80% of the more formal dressers said that they felt productive throughout the day, compared to just 70% of those in gym clothing and 50% of those in pajamas. This kind of data makes sense if you consider the idea behind look good, feel good and dress for success. It goes without saying that dress codes are a necessity when staff are client facing. This relates to the company's brand and how the company's employees are perceived by customers. Of course, being seen as professional is something that is valued by organizations. However, it's not just the company's brand that's affected. Consider a worker's personal brand. An employee may feel that dressing more professionally will help them to be taken seriously by their colleagues and gives them a more authoritative look. This can be a helpful tactic for someone who's new to a company and trying to build their credibility with their colleagues. Making the effort to look put together may also reduce stressful scenarios for employees. We've all been there, an impromptu video call request leaves us scrambling to brush our hair or throw on a collared shirt. When working from home, it's important to remember that your environment can change instantly. From a relaxed morning of working in your sweats to a corporate boardroom setting, 
all in an instant as a result of a last-minute virtual meeting invite. Another benefit to putting the effort in to appear camera ready is that dressing in a more professional manner may help workers to differentiate between their work and home lives. Since the pandemic and the introduction of remote work to the majority of the workforce, employees have reported feeling more burnt out than ever. A big part of this is being unable to switch off, considering your home is now your office. Changing between work attire and casual wear can help you to really switch off at the end of the workday, while getting dressed up can help you to get you motivated and in the right mindset first thing in the morning. Now that we've explored the pros of adhering to a more formal dress code when working from home, Let's look at it from another perspective. It seems that employees themselves sit firmly opposed to a strict professional dress code. In fact, 65% of respondents to the coupon follow survey said that they wanted a more casual dress code than they currently had, while only 30% of respondents felt that a dress code was necessary for business. It makes sense, dressing more formally requires preparation and requires you to spend money. Office wear can also be restrictive and less comfortable. This has left employees wondering, what's the point? Once I do my job, who cares what I wear? So it seems it's decided. A more professional dress code is desirable in the eyes of employers, but not so much in the eyes of the employee. So how can we meet in the middle? It's simple. Employees need to show employers that anything perceived as an issue as a result of dressing casually can be resolved without changing the way your team is expected to dress. Let's take employee productivity as an example. If you're not feeling productive when working from home, consider using productivity apps or removing distractions from your environment. There are numerous ways that productivity can be increased that doesn't involve your attire. Now let's consider your personal brand and how you want to be perceived. The way you come across to clients and your colleagues is influenced by so many factors, such as how you communicate and the quality of your work. Remember, you don't need to be dressed in a suit to be perceived as professional. Take, for example, your video call setup. Putting extra effort into your lighting, video quality, and your background will result in a more polished, professional-looking setup. Investing in a good AV setup can significantly increase how professionally you're perceived when working from home. The labor market right now is very candidate-driven and competition to hire and retain staff is at an all-time high. With employees expressing their preference for the home comforts that have come along with remote or hybrid work models, employers have little choice but to consider a more casual dress code if they want to employ the very best talent. Now let's move on to the most interesting recruitment news of the past two weeks. Pizza Hut have announced that they want to hire 40,000 new staff by the end of 2021. The chain said that this massive hiring spree is as a result of increased demand for pizza delivery during the pandemic. Pizza Hut aren't the only employer hiring a staggering number of workers right now. Earlier this year, Chipotle and Papa John's announced plans to hire 20,000 new staff each, and Subway has been in the process of hiring 50,000 new staff since June this year. Kellogg's employees across the US are currently on strike. Representatives of the workers have claimed that the pandemic has resulted in increased working hours for staff and a reduction in benefits. The workers also claim that management have threatened to outsource many of their jobs to Mexico should they not accept new contract terms that the workers have deemed outrageous. Finally, we couldn't end the podcast without mentioning the shocking labour shortages being experienced across North America right now. In response to this labour shortage, US fast food chain Raising Cane's, who have 500 branches across America, have enlisted the help of their existing employees to fill the gap. 
From the beginning of October, 50% of their corporate head office staff have been required to work on the front line as cashiers and cooks. Finally, to finish off the podcast, I want to say thank you to our listeners around the world. A special hello to our listeners in Canada, the US, Australia, Spain, Russia, and Hungary. Please get in touch with your questions, comments, or even just to say hello and get a shout out on the next episode of the podcast. You can get in touch by emailing hello at scouttalent.ca. Of course, if you're interested in recruitment software or services, you have to check out our website at scouttalent.ca or scouttalent.io for our US listeners. Thank you.